Step two, believe. Week two, day three. God of the Bible allows suffering. The opening prayer for this lesson is, God, help me to see your goodness even when I hurt. Times of suffering often produce great changes in belief. When tragedy strikes, some people abandon their faith, others redefine God's character, and still others experience their closest moments with God. St. Augustine said, If there is no God, why is there so much good? If there is a God, why is there so much evil? If God is holy, all-powerful, and all-knowing, how can He stand aside and allow murders, rape, abuse, miscarriage, tsunamis, and cancer? How can a good God seemingly forsake us during times of great need? Sometimes we feel abandoned by God and respond by abandoning Him. Other times we cry out in confusion, like the author of Psalm 22, verses 1-2. to My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me, from the words of my groaning? Oh my God, I cry by day, but you do not answer, and by night, but I find no rest. Take time to answer these questions now. Question 1. Have you ever felt abandoned by God during a time of great pain? If so, describe it briefly. Question 2. How has your belief about the existence and character of God been shaped by times of suffering? Yesterday's lesson showed that God of the Bible is not the author of sin or suffering, because in Him is no darkness at all. See 1 John 1 verse 5. He is absolutely good. Yet the Bible promises we will experience trouble in life. John 16 verse 33 says, in the world, you will have tribulation. If God is good, why does he allow evil to exist? Why does he allow suffering? In step one, we saw many things that opened the door for sin and pain. God's allowance for our free will, Adam and Eve's sin, our inherited sinful nature, the existence of an adversary, and the curse on creation. Sometimes suffering is a consequence of our own choices. Other times, we are victims of the sin of others or casualties of natural disasters. One of the first and most difficult answers the Bible gives for the question of why does God allow suffering is that we won't always know why. God is all-knowing and eternal, and we are not. He sees the big picture and knows best, even in tragedy. Isaiah 55 verse 9 says, For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. 2 Peter 3 verse 8 says, With the Lord one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. Answer this question. Question 3. Has there been a painful event in your life that you didn't understand at the time, yet later you were able to see that it opened a doorway to blessing, growth, or character development? What would you have gained or lost by knowing why at the beginning of the pain? Another reason why suffering exists is because love must be free. To stop all evil would deny us freedom of choice. If God closed the door to our rejection of Him, it would also close the door to our love and loyalty for Him. God wants intimacy with us. Proverbs 3 verse 32 says, 
God is intimate with the upright. Intimate is defined as very private, closely personal. At times, God allows suffering to reveal his power over a broken world. Once before healing a blind man, in John 9 verses 2 to 3, it says, Jesus' disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, It was not that this man sinned or his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. Sometimes God allows suffering to strengthen our character and faith. James 1 verses 2 to 4 says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Steadfast is defined as fixed in direction, firm in purpose, unwavering. Sometimes God allows suffering so that we can comfort others in pain. 2 Corinthians 1 verses 3 to 4 says, The Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction, with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. Affliction is defined as state of pain or grief, misery. The Bible says God will one day bring perfect justice in a day of judgment and destruction. But God loves rebels too. He allows them to live because He is patient for their repentance. 2 Peter 3 verse 9 says, The Lord is not slow to fulfill His promise of the day of judgment and destruction, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. In this life, because of your limited knowledge, you won't always understand why God allows evil to enter into your life, but someday you will. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 12 says, For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. Consider this quote from Randy Alcorn. If you tell God he should not have allowed evil and suffering, then you are saying he should not have allowed us to experience compassion and mercy and sacrificial love. In order for those characteristics to develop and become part of us, God had to permit evil and suffering. Can we fault God for ordaining the kind of world in which we could experience such great good? And suppose that once developed, the attributes of patience, mercy, love, and strength of character could last forever, even long after evil had disappeared. God loves you. He is good even in the midst of suffering. In the coming weeks, you will learn that God thoroughly understands your suffering. He can redeem the greatest suffering and use it for good. Continue to take time to answer these questions. Question 4. How have you seen the goodness of God during times of great suffering? Question 5. How have you witnessed His goodness working in times of suffering in others at Regeneration? The closing prayer for this lesson is, God, help me to see your goodness in the darkest times. Now it's time to take action. Quote Psalm 103 verses 2 to 5 once from memory. Pray for and encourage someone that you know is suffering today. <music>